Thank you all for watching. I'll try to keep it as short as possible and I'll be sharing on mindset. So I was just saying last weekend, I hit a little bit of a rough patch with my mindset. I realized I was in a really big scarcity mode, um, not per se about money, but just about possibilities and opportunities and abundance in general. And I always pride myself on action, authenticity and abundance. Those are a couple of my, um, my frameworks and abundance is such a core value for me in my business. I'm also doing this in English, by the way, yeah, because uh, it's late. So now the Americans are awake. <laughs> um, abundance is such a core value that I can't believe I got caught up with myself. I was just doubting myself. I was thinking a lot of the things that have been making me sad, obviously, lately. And I thought, you know what? I need to turn this around. So I started journaling on Sunday morning. I was in a hotel. You might have seen my stories. And I started journaling and I was thinking of like, how do we get to this point and how do we get to the point of actually creating more in our life? How do we get to create more freedom, more of what we want, more of the right kind of love to surround ourselves with, more money, uh, more clients, more abundance overall? And I started thinking about this conversation that I had last year with Laura and it was about belief. When we looked at all of our clients and we identified our most successful clients, when we looked at my personal biggest wins, for example, in my business and personally, we realized like so much of it or like almost everything of it had to do with belief. Because belief is basically the opposite of feeling scarcity. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fast Forward Amy Show, the show where we lift your life and business with simple strategies. I'm Fast Forward Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode every Tuesday. So, um, last year, after the pandemic hit, um, I was still living in Antwerp in a tiny apartment, no balcony, nothing. My business was already really thriving, but, you know, just growing um, my business had come not as a surprise, but just I was so busy with it that I never really um, got the opportunity to look ahead. Like, what do I want to do privately? And at a certain point, I started thinking, you know what? I'd like to be in a little bit more of an environment that actually supports the way I want to be living my life right now. I would love to buy a house. Um... I wanted to rent a house actually. So I started looking at furnished houses that I could go and live in for a few months. And I thought, you know what, I'll just gift myself that gift of being in a really uh, spacious environment. Started looking at houses um, with my boyfriend and the kids. And we started looking at things and we figured there was not a lot that was to rent for the summer, to spend the summer during Corona at home. Um, but we did start finding houses to buy. And at that point, my business was doing so well. I figured, you know what, I'm making a lot of money every month, I'm probably able to just buy a house and then we'll be in the green, we'll be basically in the wild and it will be so much fun. Um, and we found this house, this house, by the way, spoiler, <laughs> and it looked so cool, but I thought, oh, I don't know about the location. And then we started looking at houses. Uh, I had already had a call with the bank and I told the bank like, hey, this is what I'm making every month. I'm looking at houses in that category, like, is that doable? And the bank was like, yeah, that sounds like that makes sense. So, okay, you know, nothing on paper, but I started looking at houses. We went and looked at this house already. I didn't want to go look at it in the beginning. And I looked at the house and I was just amazed. The house had white marble hallways. It had an indoor pool with a really great area for a gym. It had a downstairs office, enough bedrooms upstairs, a whole separate wing for me. An amazing kitchen that you see right now, but it's immense. I'll show you the kitchen. 
um, yeah, it's it doesn't look good right now because it's a mess. Um, and I basically just fell in love with the house. And at first I was like, oh, I think the house might be a little too expensive. I won't be able to make a profit if I ever sell it because the garden needs work and everything. But I figured, you know, I'm not the type of person who will make a profit out of selling a house. I'm the type of person who will make a profit by having such an abundant life living here. So fell in love, everything decided I was gonna, <laughs> my cat, sorry, so cute, uh, gonna sign the papers to get to this house. By the way, if you're still watching, comment a wine glass emoji if you're watching. I like knowing who is watching. I see a lot of my clients watching, a lot of BFE people. Um, so I'm thinking of the exact order. So in the end, I negotiated with the people. My dad helped me out on the negotiations and I negotiated it down and I was like, this was just before the housing prices started rising actually in Belgium. And I talked to them, got the price down, everything. And we were like, okay, let's sign the papers. And obviously I did have a clause of like, if you don't get a loan, you can, um, or like from two banks, you don't get a loan, like you can still get out of it. But I already knew like, I have the money, I can't pay for this easily by myself. Uh, the bank kind of said it was okay, so I'll figure it out. And okay, signed the papers the day after we sold 70 spots in pre-order of the Business Freedom Elevator. So I had decided to buy the house. A week later was the date of signing. And the day before that, I had the most, like the biggest sales day I had ever had. I fully believed that that happened because I'd already made the decision of buying the house. So my actions went after, like, no, how do I say this? So a lot of people work on their mindset and then they feel like their actions will follow the mindset, but often you just need to take the actions and then the mindset will follow. By committing to buying the house, I believe that my actions and everything um, <laughs> followed in order to actually make that happen to buy the house. Okay, so I don't know if that makes sense. I hope you can follow along. It's been a long day. You can hear my voice, voice being grainy. So really big launch. So we had a uh, 70 sales at 2000. So like 140, 150,000 sales day, biggest sales day ever. The day after I go and sign the house, the people from who were selling me the house were like, wow, you're doing real well for your age. Cause I was only 27 at the time. Before that point, I had never owned anything. I was scared shitless. I had sent the, the paperwork to a lawyer. I was like, is this all okay? Am I signing stuff that is correct here? Read it all through all of those things signed. And I had a few weeks to come back on it, okay? By the way, the, the mindset in action is like, uh, I see here in the comments, like a lot of people join BFE and they're not ready for it, but because they joined, then the actions start following. So the mindset followed the action. They weren't ready for the BFE, but invested, and then the mindset followed the success mindset. That's what happens a lot with people who invest, even before they've watched any of the modules. So that happens. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm like, hey, I had a killer launch. You know what? I'll get on an early plane to Italy. I'm hosting this flash sale from the plane to Italy, like all kinds of sales coming in. I land in Milan, open my phone, all kinds of sales from something I had just like put online on the flight. Getting there was in a fancy hotel, everything great. My boyfriend came there after a few days and I get a call from the bank after not having heard from them, after having sent in my financial plan and everything. And after like bothering him because I wasn't getting a reply, Finally, after three calls that day, I get a call back from my account manager at the bank. And he finally tells me, yeah, yeah, I was in meetings, couldn't call you back. Um, here I am. And it was, didn't sound really nice. And he was like, so I have good news and bad news for you. The good news is they made a decision about your loan. The bad news is they're not going to give you the loan. And I was standing there in my bikini 
thinking, holy shit. And when that happened, I was just baffled. And he goes on and he tells me, we think for a young woman your age, you're aiming too high. I'll repeat that. For a young woman your age, we think you are aiming too high. Not your financial plan isn't good, your numbers isn't good, you don't have enough cash because all of that was good. For a young woman your age, we feel like you are aiming too high. So I was baffled. I couldn't believe that. I was also like, holy shit, I'm here in Italy for the next few weeks. Uh, do I go to a different bank? What do I do? So I kind of like process what he's saying and I kind of take that as the truth. But I'm like, okay, so what the fuck? We end up hanging up. I'm very baffled. And I call him back and I ask him, but so it's a million dollar house, right? So 920,000 euros or 940,000 euros, something like that. And I call him back and I say, but what if I pay half in cash? Like, what if I just already pay half, then just get the loan for the rest of the part of the house? Being able to say that. Hey, this is a really quick interruption with a surprise for you. I promise you're gonna love this. I was just in a conversation, actually a power hour, with a client in my mastermind and we were going through her strategy of how to scale her six-figure business to seven figures this year. And I asked her what she wanted and she said, yeah, I want a million, but I also want more time with my kids. I want to stop working evenings and I want to have more energy for what I love doing. And I said, okay, no problem. Let's list out all of your targets. We did exactly that. And then we got to work on the key elements she needs in order to grow her six figure business to a seven figure business this year. And I applied my million methods. Now we worked on this for a little bit over an hour. And at the end I was like, well, this was really valuable. Why don't I put this into a training to share with my audience? And as you are here on a podcast, I want to offer this to you for free. Now know that working with me costs 10k for a day. The fact that I'm offering this to you for free is quite a glitch and I am going to delete this after a while. So if you want my million method training, there is only one way you can access it. It's by going to my Instagram, fastforwardamy, and DMing me the word method. If you do that, I'm going to send you my quick 24 minute training where I map out exactly how you can grow your online business from six to seven figures this year. So go to my Instagram, fastforwardamy, DM me the word method, and I'm going to send you the link to this really, really exclusive video training. Okay, bye. And he says, no, we still think you should be aiming lower. For a young woman your age, you're aiming too high. We still think you should buy something smaller. So you guys are deciding what I can do. And now I can say that and I can be really brave and say that. But at that moment, I was sitting there and I was feeling gutted and crushed. And it took up my entire vacation of being there. So what happened truthfully is... I just started doubting myself. I'm like, oh my God, I was stupid for, stupid for sending in the plan like that. I can't do this. What if they are right? Um, what if I'm not making that much money? Take into account, I just had 150K sales day. My, my numbers have been steady and on the rise forever. I was with that bank. My entire entrepreneurship journey, my numbers always go like this. Very steady income, more than enough than all of that. And I was just 
baffled. And also I didn't have the time or the wants to go to different banks. I was just like, what the fuck? So for a young woman, your age, so that's a woman and my age. So I was like, so do you tell your male clients this? They were like, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. But I like, it was complete, like it was so rude. Also the way of saying it, like I have good news and bad news. The good news is they made a decision. The bad news is they denied you the loan. And then following up with, for a young woman your age, we think you're aiming too high. What? So self-doubt hits, calling my, my parents, being really, really confused because I had never bought anything, but I knew I could pay for this easily. I've been, always been really smart with my money. I came from absolutely nothing. I hadn't owned anything yet. I'm making that big decision. Obviously I'm skipping a few steps, but whatever. And by the way, more people are joining, please um, comment a wine glass emoji if you're watching or like bubbles or a coffee cup. So I know who's watching, uh, you know, this is a two way street. And I go into a spiral mode and I start thinking, I can't, they're right. Maybe I'm not good at business. Maybe I'm stupid at my finances. Maybe the hundreds of thousands of euros on my bank accounts, like aren't that special and I shouldn't be doing this. I don't deserve this. I'm not worthy. Basically not worthy, not love. Like I go there, you know? Um, luckily I talked to my dad. My dad always has a way of reassuring me. <laughs> and um, I get really upset and I, probably ordered a glass of wine or something. Feel, I'm feeling really happy by the way that I get to share this. Um, I think you can tell now that I would rather do it in a live instead of having to like type it all out. But I'm in that self-doubt and at a certain point I'm like, you know what, fuck you. If you tell me I can't buy the house because I'm so young and because I'm a woman, I'll show you what's possible. I'll pay for the house cash. I don't need you. I don't need the fucking bank. I'll pay for it cash. And at that point, I'd never made a million dollars in one go or whatever. And I had never really gotten the quotes where they say like, show the people who didn't believe in you or whatever. But at that point I got it because I got shut down despite my amazing stats and everything because I was a young woman of my age that was literally told to me. They would never put that in writing, by the way. Um, so I thought I am setting an example here of so many clients I need to set an example for. I just signed a hundred clients in BFE because by that time my pre-order had sold out. We did a 200K in a week. I had had these successful businesses. I had helped clients scale to hundreds of thousands a year. So I was like, I'll just do this myself. So obviously I was still planning on looking for a different bank because if you can like get the money from a bank, it's cheaper, you know, the interest is really low and everything was still good to get a loan, but that had a lot, that was really difficult to do that from a distance. I also didn't want to fly home just for that. I wanted to enjoy my break that I had really, really deserved. Um, my dad started helping me out to get me in touch with a different banker. He knew someone, so I never got any help from anyone financially, but I did get help from my dad who taught me like, this is how banks think which is one of the reasons why he started his business dad brand, because not not everyone has a dad like me who's had so much experience with banks, with investments, with business. And I thought like, we thought together that it would be really helpful for him to share more stuff like that. Because if you don't have a parent like that, like how do you approach the bank? I've had so many stories, stories from clients who've had the same types of conversations with banks and I'm sorry to say it, but a lot of men um, putting you in that situation. So I'm there and so I'm getting in touch with the bank, but the, the, the appointment is far away and the deadline 
is approaching of me having to forfeit the house. You know, if I still wanted to get out at zero cost, I could get out by getting another like disapproval from another banking writing, two disapprovals, I could get out of the, the contract. But I would also be getting out of the house, my dream house that I really, really wanted to live in. So I did probably the wildest thing possible. I looked at it and I thought, okay, so worst case, I go ahead with this. I don't find the money. I don't make the money. And I would lose 100K on this. I can make 100K because I just made 200K. Would be really weird, but I could live with that because I want to go all in. I want to get this house. I don't even want to let the option open that I wouldn't get it. So I had like a five minute thought of what if it doesn't work? Is it worth 100K? Yes, it's worth 100K. And then um, I went all in. And I was like, okay, the bank appointment is coming up, but I'm going to make this cash. So I decided to push up the goals of my launch. I don't even know if I had goals at that point. I didn't even know what was possible. I was like, I'll make it cash this summer. So that by the time it rolls around, I have it. So I said, fuck the bank. Fuck everyone who doesn't believe in me. I'll do it myself, which is also by the way, major pitfall in my life in general, but not talking about that right now. <laughs> and, um, so the house was, I was saying earlier, the house itself was 920,000 euros. By the end of that summer, by August 31st, during that launch alone, excluding my other business, excluding other payment plans and stuff, I had made in my business with only one employee full-time, 915,000 euros. In the next two days, uh, payment plans still came in for people who had signed up but hadn't paid yet. And we hit exactly that amount in the end. So by letting go of that fear of failure, by saying, fuck you all, by really giving my money a purpose, I made the entire amount I needed in a month and a half that summer. I used to not even have a thousand euros. I started building up my money mindset by working until I had a thousand euros cash, putting that in an envelope, putting that in a desk in my room and knowing like, okay, I have a thousand euros buffer and starting to build up from there. I had absolutely nothing uh, a few years ago. And in one summer, I made the entire amount I needed for that house. And that makes me think of money flows where it has a purpose. When you have a purpose and you really go all in on yourself, you can get a lot. I, I asked this question in my stories like, what did you, um, I ended up buying the business. I ended up getting a loan, the shortest loan close to the notary appointment ever. The notary was like, what did you get this loan two weeks ago? Uh, it was still the smartest thing to do for me. The bank was even like, why do you still want a loan? <laughs> and I was like, well, it's because then I have cash. And especially right now, it's really good to have cash. It makes you feel really secure. Money is really cheap right now. So I did a mix of my business and privately. So like I bought it privately and then apart with my business, a whole construction fiscally. So what I was saying is money flows where it has a purpose. And the next launch I had, I did less and it was partially because I didn't have a purpose for my money. So right now, if you want to grow, you want to make more money, um, you want to create more freedom. My assignment for you today, just like I had to do last summer, just I'm like I'm going to be redoing right now is I want you to think about a purpose for your money. So that could be either because, you know, you want to send your kids to private school and it costs 20K, so you're going to go ahead and make 20K because it has a purpose, you know, your money. But that could be because you want to buy your dream house or you want to buy a jet or you want to buy a purse or it doesn't really matter what it is. Or you want to go grocery shopping for 400 euros because you've never done that. 
It could also be not the full money having a purpose, but it could be you rewarding yourself. So really celebrating your victories is also important. That's also where your money can flow towards a purpose. It can be that you want to celebrate by buying a really fancy pen for yourself or just rewarding yourself with something. Like I promised myself a car when I hit a certain target, I bought the car. And whenever I really reward myself, I also can really create more. And I know that a lot of people think Often I talk about money that I'm very like money oriented and I know money is a taboo, but money can give you so much freedom. I have over 10 people full time on my payroll. I can provide for them. They can have babies. They can have an impact on my clients, more clients. We can impact more people. They can impact with their products and services. Like we are building something huge and my money for a while in the last year, it had the purpose of making sure that I could provide for my team. Even if something happens in the upcoming two years, I can still provide for my team. I will never have to let anyone go because I'm financially unstable. I am certain that they can thrive. Earlier this week, we were joking, what if I would be in coma? They would be fine. They would never lose their job or lose their income. I would never have to make them unemployed uh, unless I wanted to. <laughs> uh, that's a whole different story of always predicting your downside. So you need to give your money a purpose. And that's the first thing I want you to decide. It could be that you want to craft out the lifestyle you want and you decide, I want to be making 10k a month because this is the lifestyle I want to be able to afford. So you can write down all the stuff you want to be able to do in a year, the vacations you want to take, craft out that entire lifestyle, look at how much money that is every month and commit and decide that you are giving your money that purpose. You're giving your money that direction. And here I say, see someone saying, I have a reservation at the end of the year at a multiple star restaurant to celebrate my first 100K. I'm still far away, but I will make it to that reservation. I fucking love that. I told my team last week, I told them after two glasses of bubbles, they filmed me saying it. I said, if we hit, when we hit the million euro launch this time around, I'm taking all of you guys short skiing. And then they had me say it again and they filmed it. I told them when we hit the million euro launch, we're going short skiing. And you know, they have bonuses attached to the financial goals and the targets of the business, but it's such, so important to give your money a purpose. So my first assignment for you today is give your money a purpose. And I like this um, example of the reservation. Don't wait to make the reservation, already make the reservation so you'll get there. That's the same as I did with the house. By committing to the house, I generated the level of income I needed to be able to buy the house. Not everyone might make the wacky decision I did to like let the deadline pass and just like trust that it was going to happen. But I put this immense belief in myself that I could make it happen. And when I look back at my biggest accomplishments, I believed in myself. And then when I look back at this weekend with some other things, I wasn't believing in myself, but I've won rallies when I've really believed in myself. I've also not won rallies because I was doubting my own um, capabilities. You really need to believe in yourself. When you look at Formula One, every driver on that track, those 20 drivers, they imagine, they envision themselves being there their entire life. They believe in themselves. They believe they can win and that's why they win. Lewis Hamilton doesn't just believe he can win. He knows he can win and that's why he just won for the 100th time. He doesn't let that doubt in. Sure, he'll experience it sometimes, but he can't afford to let that seep into his heart. And just like, you, you cannot afford to let that doubt seep into your heart. So decide where you want to send your money towards, what the purpose of your money is, the type of lifestyle, a goal you have, something that means a lot to you. Give your money that purpose and then go all in on getting there for yourself. 
I hope you like this. I hope this inspires you to go all in on yourself. And obviously, it wouldn't be me if I wasn't saying sometimes, as I said, the mindset follows the actions. And I know you might not be ready to join the Business Freedom Elevator. Although I know a lot of people here are still doubting uh, joining. A lot of people have already joined. Uh, by the way, thank you <laughs> for telling me you're proud of me. I really appreciate that. Um, if you're still in doubt, uh, it's not yet in English. We're um, going to be recording it in English next year in 2022. But if you are currently in doubt about Business Freedom Elevator, know that this is just a really small piece of the things I'll be teaching you in there on mindset and so much more on your finances. And I want to be able to give you the freedom to never have to depend on a bank. I want you to be your own fucking bank. Okay. I want you to be the person people come to for loans because you're making so much money. Honestly, a lot of people come to me for money. Sometimes it's annoying, but I'm like, I make so much money. It's so nice that people think of me before they think of a bank. <laughs> so if you're um, feeling inspired and you want your mindset to follow, but you don't feel ready, then know that sometimes the mindset will only follow the action. And the action for you, my friend, is to join the Business Freedom Elevator. So the link is phosphoretamy.com forward slash elevator. Shout out to all of my BFE students who are following coaching, following the modules and are still making time for me. Thank you so much for being here. And I would love to see you in the elevator so you can buy your dream house, so you can build your dream life. And so you can say fuck you to all of the banks and celebrate your own freedom. Okay.